So, um, I would like to kind of pick up where I left off last Sunday and talking about being ready. You can dub it as being part two. And I can't stress enough that the responsibility of being ready is on the believer, not on God. And if we would do what we need to do in order to be ready, if we'll find that there are a lot of things that uh, getting ready to take place in this hour that we won't be fearful about because we understand that God has set things up for this hour and that there's things that are not going to change. And all that is left for the child of God to do is to be ready to go back with God when he comes or go through whatever he gets ready to sin. Yeah. I gave you the definition last week. I'm going to give it to you again. Is being prepared, willing, set, prompt, bound. So, you know, there are a whole conglomerate of, of ideas that the church have, and a lot of times, a lot of situations, they're wrong. Can't nobody say but you. Can't nobody get you to heaven but you. Uh, when you look at how Christ has done everything that is needed, to get us to heaven. And if you and I don't believe him, without faith, we can't get there. And so now I believe that one of the major struggles that's going to be and that is taking place now in the church world is the lack of faith. Will there be faith in the earth when Jesus comes? Will the saints still be believing when Jesus come and and we talked about you have to get the first tape but we talked about a whole lot of things in different times I, I believe we were down to about uh, we were leave, left off dealing with the false prophet will come and deceive many now if you think about it saints if you having doubt about your eternal salvation if you having doubt about being saved what good will it do you to listen to a false prophet? He or she will get you further off. And so we look at uh, the, the fact that uh, Jesus talked about other signs and he said uh, also that wickedness will increase. And he was talking about sin or iniquity. Do you not know people are justifying where they are right now more so than ever. They don't want to repent. They don't want to change their mind. They don't want to turn away from the false way of living. They don't want to turn to turn back to God. And I'm talking about these are folks in the church. And so when you look at the folks in the church, the world don't have a chance. When you look at the, the folks in the church, uh, uh, have allowed iniquity and sin to grab a hold to their hearts and what to turn them back to where 
they were when God found them. Then you look at the love, and, and presumably it's the love of Christ and the love of church. The love of many will grow cold. Uh, saints are cooling off at, at, at record-breaking numbers. Yeah. Folks find there's no need to come to church anymore. Find that there's no need to tune in. And, and can you imagine that if you ever thought that we come to a day when folk would find that it's irrelevant to be found in the, in the house of the Lord? Uh, when you look at how we are allowing things to become more important than God. And so we, 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 we're fighting and we don't realize we are fighting. But when you look even in the revelation, this spirit that is set loose right now that of causing men and women from, to keep them from repenting, even in, in, when, when all the plagues and all the vows and all the bowls and all the things that are open up, the biggest problem God's going to have with the sinner, they didn't repent. Now, can you imagine? We as saints of God now, we won't tell God we're sorry. So that spirit is already hovering around in the world. And can you imagine that as we go closer into the end time and, and as demonic as influences begin to increase, how the saints of God don't lose their power because they're now they become worshiping of demons rather than God. Then you find the gospel of the kingdom will be preached all over the world. Now, I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, this is the truth. Now, you know, when you, when you, 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 this is not uh, a truth mixed with a little lie, in which the enemy is, 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 is quite crafty at doing, even in our day and time. He got the so-called Christians or the so-called uh, gospel. He's mixed in it with a lie. Uh, some people that believe that God has already come. Some people believe there's no need for the Holy Ghost. Some people believe that the Holy Ghost has already come and gone. No wonder God can't save them in this hour because, because of the magnitude of their unbelief. Except you believe you cannot so there are some issues that we've got to deal with, and, and it's so prevalent, and, and, and I don't think we as saints of God uh, uh, are protecting what we believe, because if you lose your faith, uh, oh, the Bible tells us he that, he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. I don't care what trials you got. I don't care what happened in your life. I don't care who dies and who leaves and who walks away and what whatever happened to you. That don't have a whole lot to do with God. That has more to do with you instead of God. God says, I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. But it, it is us that are forsaking God. We're leaving the principles of the doctrine and we're falling away from the truth. You talked about it. Oh God, isn't it more, more now so than ever? You've got to know what you believe. You need to quote and think about what you believe more so than ever now. Because if you don't know what you believe somebody can twist what you believe and cause you to believe a lie and be damned. God also will cause you to believe or let you believe a lie. 
cases, viruses, epidemics, incurable disease, insects. Lord, there's so much things, so many things, brother, that's happening around the world. Any number of them can turn into a worldwide pandemic. Hear me now. There will be many fearful events, earthquakes, floods, you name it. The earth going to be shaken. The heavens going to be shaken. There will be signs from heaven. Believers and followers will be betrayed by parents, by relatives, by friends, by brothers. You need to remember now, this ain't in the world, this in the faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Some of us are going to be killed. Some of us going to die for this truth. So you need to strengthen what you believe. Just in case God has said it for, for you to be counted worthy to die as a martyr for the faith. All men will hate you on the account of you love Jesus. When you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, you know that the
that we need to be asking ourselves and figuring out how am I going to maintain what I believe until I have an opportunity to get out of here. I wish I had a church right now. Come on, preacher. Amen. If folks are not wanting to be saved, they ain't going to hang around with That's right. Amen. Until the time of the Gentiles will be fulfilled. Now you got to now that that time, now that's three and a half years. At the end of that time, God is going back to the Jew. Come on, preacher. And some folks would have you to believe that you'll be able to be saved. But there's a scripture that said, he that is holy, let him be holy still. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. At one some point during this time, God's going to let everything stay like it is. I don't know about you. If you ain't saved and your belly is your God, uh, you're going to serve your belly and forget about your soul. Woo! Nation will be in anguish, practically everywhere. At the roaring and the tossing of the seas, hurricanes, tsunami, cyclone, sea surge, flooding, men will, will faint a terror of fear. People are going to be so scared that they're going to be trying to kill them. Are you ready? Uh, of course not. You passing out now as somebody walking around your yard. Not in the house yet. Uh, I'm on preacher. Men will faint from terror. The fish that are coming on the planet. And when it talks about as such was in the days of Noah, all the big creatures and things that supposed to be back by then. Come on, hang with me. Passed up. Uh, we will lose, probably lose hope for this work. The heavenly bodies will be shaken. They ain't trying to deceive you now about trying to go uh, to the moon, to, to the, all these other planets. They're going to be shaking and they're going to fall. Yes, they sir. were bragging about a big, powerful telescope that they had. Hey, it might even come back down to them. Amen. What does all these things mean? It points to none other than a sign. It does not stand by the side of the road. It's saying like, I'm a sign, look at me. It ain't the event. It's telling you, look. Uh, this is where you are. You know, if you notice, if you go down the highway and you see those markers, they're actually mile markers. You just go 
150. Those little green tags that's sticking up outside the road. If you notice, if you if you have your car ever break down, the first thing they're gonna tell you, I I, I know you on interstate such and such, but can you see a mark? Uh huh. So you can tell me where you are. Oh, God said. All I'm showing you is that these are markers about yep. where you are. Yep. And you won't even pay attention to the markers because you got in your mind what the world got in their mind. We going to get back to normal. Ain't, ain't no normalcy. Ain't no normalcy. Ain't no normalcy. That's a lie. It's right. worse. From here. It's getting worse and worse. This ain't no fairy tale. Right, son. God is telling us what he is going to allow to happen. Like in the old world, the new. As it was in the day of Noah, so shall it be at the sign of his coming. Man. Jesus says three things, and I, I can't stress it, because during this past week, he stressed it to me. Read the word of prophecy. Read the book of Revelation. Hear the word of the prophecy. Hear revelation. God will open the eyes and the ears by the spirit of the prophecy in Revelation. Revelation 19 and 10 tell us that. Take the word of the prophecy to heart or seriously heed the sign of the warning. You don't have to take my word for it. Just Google it. What's happening in the book in the Euphrates River? And then pick up Revelation, the ninth chapter. It is so. He has put them there for way back when, for a time and a season, nothing ready to come upon the world. Yeah. Can't nobody turn it around. Woo! I'm in a season and a day. I'm praying for the wrong stuff. Isn't it amazing? Come on, Pastor. We waste more time in prayer than we actually spend in prayer. Preach! Lord, fix and Lord, change. We don't ask God to help me to be ready. We don't ask God, uh, Lord, make me ready for the time and the season and the day right now. Yes, sir. We are ill-prepared, which we should be prepared. Our forefathers should have prepared us for this, but they didn't realize the season that we were in. They didn't know what they were in. Woo! God, the saints caught up in a song, in a dance, and in praise. And much of the word of God that have been conducive for this time, we missed. 
kingdom when trying to pray against and God did things. Mm. Pleading with God. Lord, don't let a world war broke out, break out. We're pleading with God. Lord, take the gas and the, and the food prices down. We're pleading with God. Woo! Why are we fighting with God if we yeah. know what time it is? Yep, yep, yep. My, my, my. the pandemic. These things must come to pass. Lord, COVID, wipe it out. Mm. Now, Lord, we're fighting, fighting. the plan and the will of God. Preach. We're not ready. It's a true pastor. Because we can't. The number one indication that we're not ready. Because we can't accept what God is allowing. And say, let it be so. Let it be so. Accepting what God allows. You preaching, man. We're not. We're not. We're preaching. Then he tells them, in Matthew 6 and 2, Jesus gives us a sign and an interpreting sign it deals with the use a natural phenomenon like the fig tree in the weapon. And he tells them now to behold the fig tree. The fig tree is synonymous to Israel. He was not just giving a metaphor about a tree. Uh -huh. He said, he the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, and the land of wheat and barley, vine and fig trees, pomegranate, olives, and honey. He told them that in the Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter. And he talked about giving them a gift. And he talks about there are seven species of food mentioned here would be an abundance in the promised land to God's people. And this is the time that leads up to the newest seasoning. Huh. So, the man who checks Now, let's see. The fig tree is symbolic of Israel. I told you that. It also symbolizes the health of the nation, both spiritually and physically. Now, Hosea 9 and 10 say, When I found Israel, it was like fine grapes in the desert. When I saw your ancestors, it was like seeing early fruit on a fig tree. Later, the Bible tells us glorious times when Judah and Israel lived in safety. Every man under his vine and fig tree, from then even to Bathsheba, all the days of Solomon. He told them now, they just followed the minor prophets, which warned the nation that how God would bring you destruction and failure of the crops as part 
this judgment against them. Now notice now. Failure of the crops is always part of God's judgment. He told Israel this now. Specified uh-huh. empty fig trees where they're stripped bare of fruit. And they're fruitless. You find it in Joel, Rebecca, and Haggai. It is almost as if the figs have was something of a barometer, a barometer for the health of the nation. Take away as punishment and flourishment in the time of restoration. I noticed that. And, 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 and so, if nothing else, if you want to check how the nation of Israel is doing, find out how the figs are produced. Uh, find out are they getting any figs off the tree? Remember, there's all back goes there. If there's no figs on the vine, if there's no cattle in the stall, then. Mm, I got a so we can tell if the nation of Israel, if our God has already started something there by doing that. I believe I read something somewhere where they're having issues producing the, either the olive or the feet. I'm fixing to move on. Oh. Jerusalem became a nation in 1967. Then you found that Israel has begun to uh, no, not Israel, Israel but Islam has begun to rise. Now remember now that the brothers, when you look at what God said about him, he was a a warrior, a fighter, and he had and he didn't mind fighting. So he could possibly help come against Israel. Come on now. So when you look at the enemies are already there and already getting things in place. You have to go to what God had told his mother while she was in the desert thinking that he was going ready to die. And God's got to bless Ishmael before Abraham's sake. Uh Uh-huh. So he can't destroy Ishmael because of the blessings that he promised uh, Abraham concerning Ishmael. Uh-huh. Amen. So don't be praying if you find the hands in, in the tomb, start having problems, Lord, kill all the hands. It ain't gonna happen. That's a family squad.
not even in the game. That's right, preacher. We are casualty. But will we be ready? Will your faith survive? Will you be a part of God's elect? Barely, well, we'll barely make it in difficult times. Oh, my mission to you in, in a few days. You look at the, some of the checklists. Uh, those 49 signs that God gave us that will happen. It's so might, but will happen. Yes, sir. Man, don't let it happen. It's still going to happen. The world as we know it is going to change one day. There are signs that qualify others indicating that all of these signs will happen over a longer period of time. But the faithful will have to wait them all out before the end comes. Let's let Sam Salmon You didn't even tell me. I gotta wait until everything happens until the end comes. Now, if this all is projected to happen in seven years, now can you imagine that's gonna be a hellish seven years? Ain't nobody gonna be counting celebrating, counting uh, birthdays and anniversaries. Oh, ain't nobody gonna be celebrating. Saints, we gotta be ready. I have found nowhere. I don't have infinite knowledge. I don't have infinite. I don't find nowhere. Well, God let any of his saints off the hook. So stop believing that we have been given a pass. In the nation of Israel, when they were going through even in Egypt, they stayed in Goshen and the Egyptians stayed in Egypt. Guess what? They had to stay at their hometown and their place and do what was required in order for the death angel to pass by. Now, can you tell me right now, you getting the true word from God and don't know what's going on because you're praying against everything that's coming down the pipe. And your, 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 right now, your own intuition is that, Lord, Lord, I rebuke this, I bind it. What you got? Where you get your power to bind and loose from? Uh, the Lord. And he ain't gonna bind and loose something in his will. You and I get to the point that we can accept. Not my will. What did Jesus teach us? Not my will, Lord, but let your will be done. Amen. And once we, we've already known that God is not going to take this cup from us. Come on, man, come. But a man, one of us, and Lord, that your will be Friends, your great drops of blood from down, Lord. Whatever it is, whatever it takes, let your will be done. Lord, in the name, I release my will into your will. 
Oh no, we trying to change it. Lord, I don't want this pain. Lord, I don't want this stuff. Lord, I want you to save them, save them. You can't make God save nobody that don't want to be saved. Because the first thing, you look at their outward apart. He looked at their heart. That's right. And he determined they are a waste of time. And you crying because God's saying wasting no more time. And you and when you need to look at the time of the clock. Old church, we used to sing it's almost midnight. There's a cry that's about to be made. Shame on you if you miss it. Please accept this amazing grace. Enough of the Bible has already been fulfilled. Enough to give your conscience a spiritual thrill. Come on. You already know too much. Come on. Lord, change. Lord, bless. You can't bless what God can curse. And you can't curse what God can bless. So my admonition to you, saints, is be ready. Because it's coming. Get your mind out the TV and get your best spiritual fight, boxing glove, a wrestling short. You need to start being concerned about the spiritual man now. Because the spiritual man is the only one that's going to condition you to make it. You start letting them shoot down folks in your sight. You can't even watch a horror movie go. You start letting the the devil see you take, he take jumping in and out of folks and having folks speaking in folks and moving in folks and having folks walking on the ceiling. Woo! Right before God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's already showing us that he can do it. A lot of you just have been just like I watch American Idol having them folk walking on their and turning their back. That would, to me, that would damage your spine. Have your butt turned one way, your back turned another way, your head turned another way, and your arms and legs turning off. When, when was that human? <laughs> Come on now, Pastor. No. They can't the wrong spirit. Come on. Demonic. Young lady had to turn all the way around so you can see where you came from. Oh, Lord. Can I tell you? Can you? Amen. Amen. Good work. Praise the Lord. I went through prayer. A very good, a very eye-open. Wow. Wow. Powerful. Powerful.